When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Giles Corrin Has No Idea. It's called this not because I literally know nothing, but because it's all about the moment in the week when I have to sit down and write my column but have absolutely no idea what to write it about. Which is where my wife Esther comes in, who, having read all the papers whilst I take the kids to school, always has half a dozen ideas picked out for me when I get back to be discussed at the kitchen table over a nice cup of coffee. I mean, I do have the running order here. I could... Yeah, we'll see. Where do we start? There's been a lot this week, even though it's silly season. I was taking the kids to swimming this morning, and on the radio on the way back, there was that story about the 10 hottest years ever have been since 2002. Hottest days ever, yeah. 10 hottest days have been since 2002, uh, and the 10 hottest winter days also. Mm. I was saying, oh, well, maybe it's just, uh, it's okay, and you think about it for a few minutes, and you put it away while you try and think of something funny to write about, because there's nothing that funny about the end of the world. Mm. Uh, uh, and then um, and then I was flicking through the Times, and there's a funny thing about the Quentin Tarantino movie, and there's, oh, look, you need video referees now for jousting. Imagine the comic That's implications of that. beyond Too funny already. Too funny already. You know, you've got all, all these excellent things, and there's a lovely picture of Boris Johnson and some chickens. And then I turn to page 11, and it says, Greenland faces I smelt disaster. And there's a picture of a lake with lots of broken bits of ice and there aren't actually any drowning polar bears but there could be mm. and every time I see that I have to go right not funny well your climate change eco depression which I think is now a possibly a recognized I heard a thing on radio 4 where they were trying to investigate whether it was a recognizable mm. thing obviously it sounds quite snowflakey it sounds quite sort of millennial uh, but you are the ultimate non-snowflake, aren't you? No, I'm perceived... You're more like a hailstone than a snowflake. I'm perceived to be a beta of snowflakes mm. and a kind of old-fashioned... If only they knew the if truth, If only they knew darling. that I weep yeah. for the death of each butterfly. When we met... It is very depressing. When, when, we, we, met. when we met, you were depressed about climate change. <laughs> God, how's that and been that was, How's that arc well, been of 11 years? Well, um... It wasn't even bad then. Little did I no. know there were going to be 11 years of non-death. It was, you were, you got very depressed about climate change when, when we met, you really did. And you, or you, you, had, you were going on and on about how we should live like it was 1940 and everyone should... Was I? Yeah, it was really annoying. So not only is there climate change, but I'm really not very original. It's not that, it's just that you, you have been concerned and worried about it 
But it's because there's nothing you can do. And I, yeah. I and or you can do little bits. And and then I think, right, I'll just I had a vegan day yesterday. I ate a pho, which involves going into a restaurant and saying pho, even though it's spelt pho. But I know because <laughs> I'm a restaurant critic, you have to call it a pho. So you go into a carrot and daikon down the road and there's all these millennials and a number of, of, of Vietnamese millennials. So you can't willfully pronounce it wrong. Like you would go and say, you can have a lasagne. <laughs> Uh, or a, a, some Rioja, some Rio, a bottle of Rioja, a bottle of Rioja, and some of that Doris Alarm garçon, and give it wings. <laughs> like the, I, only the other day, I went into a restaurant and said, "I'll have the, the Unduja pizza." And he went, "It's Unduja." <laughs> Thank you, mate. Because what I really wanted was lunch <laughs> and to be corrected by some middle eight. Anyway, no. So I went and I said, a, a th. and then, um, but and in my, th, you could have there was like a vegan tofu based one. And then, and, and I saw so I had that anyway. So I was doing my little bit of it, and I didn't have the delicious looking beef one or the chicken one. It bothers and is that enough? I mean, that is it going to just suddenly all get cold again? Because I had a fur. Look, no. I don't know, but but I, I, yes, your eco things I find slightly irritating because we all have to deal with it, and you just sort of you sort of push it in front of my face quite a lot and I find it quite annoying but you are right that we all need to do something should I, what should I do not talk about it well no no you shouldn't you shouldn't not I'm listen I'm trying to be emotionally like thing I'm t- I'm just telling I'm not saying stop I'm just saying this is how it affects my mood I find it irritating and it, I find it irritating because I don't want to think about it because it's the end of the world and that's not really nice my thing feelings to think about. generally you consider an inconvenience oh don't go down that road darling we haven't got time for that but the 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 all I mean is that because you when things bother you personally, you want to I tell of... my wife, and she's meant to go, there, there, darling, it'll all be fine. It's not all going to be fine. How can I tell you that? So that's what we say. Do you know you're just like my mum? I... In the... Ha- I, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I, in 1982 or 83, when I was... Uh, and, 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 and I was just young, and I didn't even know about nuclear things, and I was coming home from swimming, walking home from swimming with Nicholas Potter, and he said, all right, Corin, because we were private school all right Corin what's this what, what are you most scared of in the world and I said sharks obviously and he I said what about you he said global thermonuclear Armageddon <laughs> and literally my childhood ended that day when he explained what it was and then there was this QED it was before you were born or roughly when you were born there was this QED drama about the copper dome of St Paul's will vaporize right and then five miles out, your eyeballs will melt. Right. And ten miles out, you'll be killed by blades of grass at a thousand miles an hour, piercing your every organ. Mm. Okay? And, I, and, I, and, I, and I didn't sleep for, you know, when I was 14, I didn't sleep for, for a year worrying about that. My mum would just come in to kiss me goodnight briefly before going out for dinner uh, and say, no, no, I go, I can't sleep because this is going to be global thermonuclear armageddon. No point worrying about something you can't affect. Night, night, and off she'd go. And I, I, she was thinking her about her Manhattan, <laughs> a Manhattan a cigarette for Dr. Gorham. Um, anyway, look, that. this is the Jolly Podcast about funny things in the news and the end of life as we know it. Well, you because you're a man, you just want to do something. You want to like you want to take action to make yourself feel better, and you don't just want to go oh, well, you know, we can only do what we can. You want to kind of effect some sort of change. And one of the ways that you do that and make yourself feel better about stuff like climate change is by writing about it. But you've done that last week, so you can't do it this week. So we're going to have to move on and talk about something else, okay? I'll just do a list of 50 funny things about socks. And then we'll go chortle, chortle, and then... And it will distract everyone from the impending global Armageddon. Shall we talk about Meghan Markle's forces for change or something else? What is that? Meghan... Oh, was that her on Vogue? Meghan. 
I didn't Google it. I just read about it in the paper. Um, and then I and I but thought, what is it? But sorry, so Meghan Markle has guessed the Duchess Eddie. of Sussex. Are you sure? You, no, not, you, not completely. You faltered on Sussex. You're not sure what her real name is, are you? Her official name. It's the Duchess of Sussex. Let's call her Megan. Okay, Megan has edited the September issue of Vogue, which, as we all know, is the most important issue of Vogue of the year because September is the January of fashion, as we all know. You don't know that because you're. Oh, just maybe I've heard of it. Is there a film called the September issue? Yes, I know that. And also, when you say Megan has. Edited it. That's like when Lily Allen edits the Today programme or Greta Thunberg edits. Uh, you like news. Lily Allen, don't make I do. fun of her. I like Greta Thunberg. Uh, I like Meghan Markle. In fact, that would be a hot week. Listen, listen, concentrate. Yes. Meghan Markle has guest edited the September yep. issue of Vogue. And on the front cover, she has put, uh, I think, 16 women. Mm-hmm. And everyone has assumed that they're feminist icons, but they're not. They're what do you mean for, they're not? They're forces for change. Oh, forces not, for change. Not feminist icons. Is that and so I are thought, there any of them really right-wing? Or white? Some of them is are Melanie white. Is Melanie Phillips one of them? No. Is Katie Hopkins one of them? What no. Is the Queen one of them? Ah, you've hit on a sore point. The Queen is not one of them. Not one of the 16 icons for change? Neither is Hillary Clinton, although some people think she's a baddie. She's not one of them. What about the Little Mermaid? The black one, the new one. No, I think there's real people. Oh. Which is a shame because I had my own forces for change list. Why would you need one? Because I thought I could inspire you to do your own forces for change Is Megan one of the ones? Of mine. Is Megan one of the ones on the front? No, she wouldn't be on the front because she said it would be boastful, which lots of people, the people who don't like Megan and do like Kate because people love a row and think they're having a row, but I don't think they are having a row. No, so, so wait, Megan so- said that she wasn't going to appear in a photograph or in a shoot anywhere in this she's just going to like feature the sisterhood exactly so she's going to yeah she said it would have been boastful which everyone thinks is terribly rude because Kate has appeared in Vogue and Diana of course because Diana has appeared anyway look she has I mean in terms of a PR disaster I think everyone's a bit hard on Meghan and I was a bit like no look she's trying her best but reading about it and also googling it I mean she has gnawed it up like beyond beyond I mean also kind of beyond parody as well so her issue is called Forces for Change, and I thought it might be quite funny for you to do your Forces for Change, your 16 Forces for Change. My Forces, my forces for Changing back. Back, exactly. Although I'm not really a very reactionary person, but, no. I'm just, but it would be funny to do that. It might be funny. Can I, can I give you some of my Forces for Change? You, so what, are, what are Esther Walker's Forces for Change then? Well, mine, not all of mine are real. Women that you really admire. Yes. You couldn't would. find 16 real ones. Because no, like all women, you basically hate all other women. <laughs> so you've had to have made up ones. Not I see all that. of them. Some of them, but not all of them. So my first one is, of course, Miss Piggy. Is this, is this, is I've got to think about Miss Piggy. People will think that you get paid a pound every time you say Miss Piggy Ms. on Piggy, this podcast. Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy was the headline of the podcast. I yeah. like it when the headline of this podcast comes from one of my jokes, Ben, the producer, you could know I... that. Last week, it said, Miss Piggy for PM. The first and I went, one. What? And it was one line, and it wasn't relevant to any of the whole of the rest of the podcast. And anyway, it was very funny. Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. Is one of my forces for change slash clash feminist icons because you know she was actually very ahead of her time you know she's in a mixed race marriage with, with Kermit the Frog she's not married to him even more he's not interested in her because she's a pig or is it I think, no they're very they know they're in a relationship they? yeah but she totally wears the metaphorical trousers right. because you oh. never see her legs unless when they do that one of those things where they sort of flop them over a wall to make it look like she's got legs but yeah. she hasn't got any legs 
And she was sort of, you know, she was political. She was sort of semi-violent. She knew her own mind and she wasn't scared to so wear a Miss tiara. So Miss Piggy, as opposed to, who are Megan's ones so that I can juxtapose? Christy Turlington is one of them. Boring model from the 90s. Oh, Anyone else? Who else? Sort of yoga thing. Oh, Greta Thunberg is one of them, but, but that's yeah. not like obvious. Yeah. And then uh, there is... Jim Amandin goes to your who is New Zealand's Prime Minister. Jim Amandin goes to your teacher. Salma Hayek Kino, who was just... just and top. you would like to, instead of them, have Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. And, wait, I've yeah. got more, okay? There you go. Phoebe Philo. Let me tell you why. Who? Because Who's that? Phoebe Philo, she's a fashion designer. She's not Phoebe who wrote the scumbag. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Scumbag. No. What? <laughs> Ratbag. <laughs> <laughs> that thing that women watch. Which men pretend to like, which men wear a this is what a feminist looks like Nick Clegg memorial t-shirt and sit down and watch arse bag and go, oh, it's so great to be a woman. No, men go on Twitter and go, oh, I don't know what the fuss is about Fleabag. It's because you're not the demographic, They all you watch idiot. it. Robert Webb loves it. He's, I think he's the only one. Everyone else goes, hmm, switching it off in a minute. Not sure what all the fuss is about. Do they? Mm. Okay, Phoebe Philo, not Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe oh. Philo made trainers. She invented that kind of pastry that we put on feta cheese. No, she didn't. She made trainers and flat shoes properly fashionable. My third one is Helena Bonham Carter. Of course. Of course. She's the greatest person ever to have lived, ever, ever, ever. Does whatever the F she wants. Has a, like a young, handsome boyfriend. Like, didn't bother living in the same house as her husband. Eve Pollard, first female editor of a national newspaper. And Martina Navratilova. My forces for change. And who, the, are you forces, who are your forces for change? I'm trying to inspire you. My forces for change. Don't write down, don't, you can't write Rocky. Down, Rocky, okay, why? Rocky 2. Rocky, why? because no man's as brave as that. Because it's not about how hard you can hit, it's about how, how hard you can get hit and keep going forwards. How has that changed, though? That's just like masculine... Forces to changing yourself for the better. <laughs> Being a man, That's just... standing up, not taking no shit. Okay, who else? He's my icon. Right. Yeah, I know he's your icon, but how is he a force for change? Because well, he made me do loads of press-ups. And get quite bulky and have quite big biceps, which admit it, you like. Okay, that's... So I'm married largely because of Sylvester Stallone. This is possibly funny. Um, oh, do you mean I could actually do it? Yes. Wait a minute. Could actually be a common <laughs> yes. idea. There I was Wait trying to amuse you. Yes, my forces for change... Your forces for change are Rocky. For my One, Rocky because... Ro yeah, because... And then Rocky 2. And they could just all be Rocky. Rocky 2. Rocky 2. Because in Rocky 2, that's actually because my other force for change would be Adrian, <laughs> his wife. Because she's a force for change. Because when she's in a coma, out of a coma, when she has gives birth to Rocky Jr., right. my, who's my other icon for change, Rocky 3 is Rocky Jr., uh, she can't, she's in this coma. And before she went into the coma, she'd been saying to Rocky, don't take the rematch, Rock, because he'll kill you to death inside of three rounds. Uh, actually, that's what Mickey says to him in Rocky 3 when he goes to fight Mr. T, you know, uh, um, uh, and... and um, Club of Lang, he's called in that. So she goes, uh, he'll kill you to death inside of three. Don't do it. Don't, don't fight him. Don't fight him. And I, I got to, Adrian. I got to fight him. I got to show them I can win. I'd be in the distance, but now I know I can do it. And then unfortunately, then she gives birth and she goes into a coma and they can't speak. And so Rocky decides not to take the fight. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to cry now, but I'm going to try not try to. And, and so then she come, she's coming around. She's coming around. And they all go into the room. Rocky, including his trainer, Mickey, goes into the room when his wife has just come around. And they're sitting there. He is going to cry. She opens up her, and Talia opens her eyes, Talia Shire, that's the actress. I don't think of her as Talia. Anyway, she opens her, and, 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 and Rocky's holding her hand, and she says, and he says, I, I ain't going to do the match. I, I ain't going to do it. I'm going to stay with you and Junior. I ain't going to do it. And, 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 and Adrian goes, Rocky, do, do one thing for me. And, she, and he goes, what is it? What is it? And she, she beckons closer, come closer, and she beckons him in, and she goes, Win. What are we waiting for? Says Mickey the trainer. You're not actually allowed to hum that because of copyright, so you have to hum a tune a bit like it, like. 
Otherwise, they can't put it in. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So maybe, well, anyway, forces for change. Others, shall I do that? I've got better ideas than that. Oh, have you? Okay, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe I've got some more ideas for you. Uh, 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 um... No, you. What, what, well, look, let's stay with the royals. Yeah, why not? Um, so they said they're only going to have two kids for environmental reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and was it Harry? I think it was Harry. Was it Harry or Meghan? I don't know. That? We can't quite get to the bottom of who it was. I think Harry said it intervi- interviewing that gorilla woman, Jane Goodall. That's the one. He said in this interview, "Yeah, you should only have two kids, or he's only going to have two kids for environmental reasons." Yeah. And yeah, you know, I mean, is I would, that really why? I would have more respect for that if he'd said it before they had the one child. Because what happens is you go, yes, I'm going to have three, four, five, nine children and massive brood and they're going to tumble around in a really wonderful way. And then you have one and you go, oh my God, I can't do this. So you just think they're just shitting themselves from having a baby and he's thinking, I've not had sex with my wife now for, hang on. Excuse me. You're allergic to the mention of marital sex. <laughs> fucking hell. So it does seem to work its way into every show for some reason. And I can't think why. Um, uh, and um, no, I think they've had they've had the one child, and they've gone. We can't. I mean, we can do this maybe once more, but definitely not three times. And then they've gone. How can we turn this to our PR advantage? I don't know. Let's say. Oh, oh. Let's not say we're not having a third because we're too scared. Let's say we're not having a third because of environmental. Have they, have they had this one that they've had as a boy or a girl? The one that's alive. Archie. It's a is boy. He? Yes. Archie. Yeah. Bit of a cock of a name. Would I be a bit um, late writing what I thought about his name? How old is he? Fourteen. Uh, he's. A, it's. I think that ship has sailed. Maybe they should have said. I don't want to have another one unless it's a girl. Because girls are great and boys have spoiled the world. I'm sure she's... He's a, she's a feminist icon. She's a... What does it called on from the front of Vogue? Forces for change. Forces for change. We're going to have a little Belinda. She's a force for change. No, it's... They, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I think it's also probably a bullshit attack on the... the well, I've read this mm. on, on Wills and Kate. Who've, they've got, well, how many have they got? Six? Three. Nine? Well, and everyone thinks... They've got that, three. All, but they all think that she's going to have another one, isn't she? So they're just, it's a massive dig. Yeah, and no, yet another, I mean, look, if you were of a kind of Kate and Megan having a cat fight thing, I mean, it does seem a little bit thing, doesn't it? They, just they to go. We're not having a third, and I'm not going to be in Vogue because it's boastful. It's you know, boastful it to be in Vogue, boastful to be on the cover of Vogue, and also I'm not going to have three disgusting children <laughs> like that because the world's going to end, and there won't be enough resources. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, she, with, like, with the greatest will in the world, she's 37, if she had one when she was 38, she'd be into her 40s when she had the next one. It does get less easy. It's so just, it's not your... Yeah. I mean, you're recently 39. Yeah. I still want more. 
that's not no, on the card, is it? No, you don't. I do. Well, no, you don't. I always did. I thought... No, oh, God. Because you came from a family... I came from this family of just me and my sister. Yeah. And obviously, it was me, it was Victoria Corrin and Giles Corrin, and my parents thought, that's enough of that. But in <laughs> but in your family, these quite nice, kind of straightforward, happy-go-lucky kids came out. They had four. Woohoo! Four and four. And I thought you came from that, and it was fun, and it was all, all the kind of tensions that were diluted. Instead of, like, my sister and me, but we love each other, we hate each other, we love each other, we hate each other. Yeah. You know, you've got this... You always say things like, my sister's really pissing me off. And I go, which one? And it just seemed to be nice. That they were, you, and I thought we'd have more. And yeah. then we had two and it stopped. No, but you, Why? What, but we could either have another child or we could stay married. Sorry, but that's the truth. Ooh, I don't children. know what more children and no and wife. And I get to go and play the field. And exactly. <laughs> go. Every Back other to week, the Groucho. Every other <laughs> weekend off. Um, and so look. No, so, the actual so, but, reasons the, not to have three children, okay? So yeah. the actually fun reasons. Why not we to haven't have got them. Stupid car. You have to get a supercar. You can't just put them in, in your... You know, they left in an X-Type from there. But was it, it was one of Charles's electric... It was a modified, yeah. It was a modified. F-Type, J-Type, whatever it was. Yeah. So they couldn't... None of that, you've got to get... If you have a, a third child, you've got to get a, like a, a Renault Twingo, whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. Was that a chocolate bar? And you've got and to have it in a disgusting colour because you can't afford it to have it in a normal colour. Well, because they can so afford huge. it because they're royal, but it would still be stupid. No, no, no. Or they'd have to get a Renault anymore. Scenic or something, which oh, would be God. shit. So you'd have to get a, you have to get a crap car. Packets of things tend to come in even numbers. Which was a major cause of uh, a, a thing when I was when I was. You said you use the word "thing" too much. It's, it's quite charming, but you've said it about four times so far. It's Not a major today. cause of thing. No, you have. You I did haven't. it. You said it a second ago. It's all a bit thing. You I said, say it and you've it. just said packets come in thing, and it's all a bit thing. And I sort of slightly don't know what you mean. I'm, I'm like I'm word. all for inarticulacy because it means those of us with some sort of handle on the lexicon get a little bit of an advantage. But is that a double nose pick? Does that mean yeah. something? It's better than a double bird, which is what I want to flip you. Double packets of things are a bit thin. Packets what of comes in packets of two? Packets of it's perfect for dim sum, which come in threes. <laughs> Annoyingly. <laughs> little snigger from Ben there. Ben's the He's been there. He's been there with his girlfriend. Gone out for... Stop picking your nose I've with the actual sleeve of your... But you're I've using the a... sleeve. Our daughter wipes her mouth with her fucking dress. Now you're wiping... And you tell her to stop and you're wiping... You've actually got half a jersey up your nose. So look... When look, I was little... But I'm just saying that Ben has been like... there with his girlfriend in the dim sum. And they go, why do they always bring you three? And you have to sort of cut it in half with chopsticks. And it doesn't really work. And it Is this a thing and... that he's told you before? No, but he's... Everyone, that's the thing. Millennials go for dim sum with their girlfriend. They do. Or boyfriends. And, and they, they, and then they or they go for fur. Yeah. and then you have these three dumplings and you eat one and you eat the other and then you've got half of one and you it's like the really nice one the, the, the harkow or something like that or the sumai just to show that I've got a handle on these words and uh, and then you can't cut you have to try and cut them in half with two chopsticks no and you, you give go, it to a stupid goes, greedy boyfriend and it goes on the what are you saying I am Ben's greedy um, or it could grow up the third one into the kind of teenager that plays Fortnite all the time there's no profit to come from that is there no wah, 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 or is there yeah, oh, yes. thank you. you. I thought you were going to do Because that, which brings us into the kid who won Fortnite. The, the I, kid who, he came second in the World Fortnite Championships. Every, he made a billion, uh, no, a million dollars. Which is only £29.99. So I don't know what he thinks. <laughs> no, no, no. It's £600,000-ish. No, no, it's a million pounds because the pound is fucked. No, if you look up the dollar, you will find it's probably £900,000 now at this stage. Right, I'm looking it up You're now. literally Googling. Yeah, I am. You don't have your... I have an app no, you're there. You're worried. family finances. Two, three. How many, how many zeros has got a million got? One, two, three. How oh, many five, zeros six. has a million got? <laughs> this is the kind of thing I'm dealing with. How much do they pay for that piece, darling? I think £4,000. No, £400. Four, five, oh, £40. Six, Good haggling. Seven, Excellent. Eight, I'm just nine. filling some airtime while you count the zeros. And how many, what is a million pounds in dollars? What's a million dollars in pounds? Shit. Yeah, you're wrong. Fine. Yeah. Should we move on? Yes. They can cut it or leave it in where I proved to be right it's again. 821,000 pounds. How many is it? Is it thing pounds? <laughs> <laughs> thing pounds? You can't go spending that kind of money. That 
that was the sound of the my head. The rain has literally started, in full accordance with the pathetic fallacy, the rain has sounded, has started to prove that... Oh, God, Sam's at his cricket. All oh. parents must be utterly furious about Hang this on, kid. Hang on, are you all right with the rain falling on the roof? Yeah, not, the, not that I can do anything <laughs> about <laughs> it, <mate. laughs> So all parents must be furious about this child having one... This is going to make cutting it difficult. A thing I think you'll find that Ben is really good at is making our stupid Darling, fucking podcast coherent. something of a doyen of the broadcasting industry. If, you're, if you film something or record something from mostly no rain and then it stops, look, it just stopped. And then if he wants to take one of my excellent jokes from earlier and sling it into the rainy part of the broadcast, it's going to sound weird because He'll the rain suddenly stopped. Although Ben probably has a rain-making machine that goes... And then you, you can... You can, you can uh, sorry. What were you saying? I'm glad you're having such a good time, darling. Yeah. I, there is a there's a Carrie Simmons story. Again, I'm sensing a pattern here, darling. Is there something we need? Is there something we need to talk about? Well, are you saying that this Do is? Do you quite like Carrie Simmons? Is you would know. Is you're... this the same way that I keep on talking about Miss Piggy? <laughs> is this? Yes, mm. but it's not sexual. You're saying is this is by it coincidence? It's the weekly Carrie Simon slot or yes. Simmons? How do Simmons, you pronounce Simons. it? How are we gonna, we can have to make a decision now. Simons or Simmons? Let's say both. Simons. Simons. Carrie Simons. Let's say Carrie Simons. Let's call her Apples. Apples. That's what her friends call her. Now is listen, it? don't be is me. It? Yes. Is it really? You know that. Fact. Her nickname is Why Apples. Why do you know things like that and then you don't know that Boris Johnson's a prime minister, but you know what the nickname of the girlfriend is? I don't know. I don't know what to say, darling. I'm not perfect. Um, her nickname is Apples. Why don't we? If this was a proper podcast, yeah. we'd have a special jingle that would play now. It's Carrie Simon's time. It's, the, yeah. it's Carrie Simon's time. It's Here's the story of the week about Carrie, Carrie Simon's. Simons. Yeah. And then we do our Carrie Simon story. And this week in Carrie Simon's news, yeah, she's moving into number ten. Is the mm, thing? Is that a good idea? Uh, and the question is, you know, she's the first. I don't think a girlfriend has moved in before. He's still married to Marina, who yeah. lives in the big house. That's uh, a bit, um, it's not great, and is she's it? moving in effectively to number ten. And then you have to qualify by saying it's the flat above number, number 11. eleven. Is the thing that they all live. Uh, and I wondered whether it's the best thing to move in. Um, I know that you, for example, feel that, I mean, it's the place of work as well, that us living together in our place of work all day and all night doesn't always work for you, does it? Yeah, well, you... Uh, in recent days, you have called for space. You, have, you, you look at me there, you go for... So I'm just going to go out and I go, why? And you eventually go, because I have to get out. <laughs> Um, well, I think I think us living here and us both working in rooms next door to each other, I think we do very well not to stab each other to death. Um, uh, Should they, they, I don't. Yes, I think she. I think. I mean, there is an um, argument. Is there not for not living in the same house as? Yeah, Woody Allen and Amira Farrow. That went well. Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton. That went well. No, but it went well for a long time it with Helena and, and Tim Burton. That's true. And Helena Bonham Carter, see my previous rant, is the perfect woman, does no wrong. And if she thought that's how it was going to work, then that's how it's going to work. There are lots of couples who don't live in the same... I, I don't... But I think... I think misunderstand me i think you may possibly willfully misunderstand me i'm not saying that i think we should live in different houses because i love living with you living with you, you're really really easy and really nice to live and i really like living with you living with you and working i can't justify going out to get an office because i don't earn enough money but you can and i don't really understand why you don't go out and people get are office. listening now on their commute to work yeah. to you telling me to move out you asked me to pack my bags. I'm not. And that's fine. But when the other night I went to sleep with the children in the attic because there was air conditioning. Yeah. Uh, and also to give you a bit of space. And I wouldn't get this thing where I'm not allowed to snore and it's a bit hot and don't touch you. To and all this thing, you know, That I went and uh, went to sleep there. And then the next day you told me that I had to come and sleep in bed with you. Yeah, because I didn't want you actually to leave. I thought it was basically sort of preparated, like, a, like you were thinking about going, well, I thought sometimes, sometimes I just think, 
oh my God, is he actually just going to go? Well, I brought a bit of a frisson of need into our relationship. <laughs> there you were. You literally asked me to be in the same room with you for the first time in years. I mean, I got the wrong end of the stick and it was just sleeping. But you, at least the fact that you asked me to come back to the bedroom yeah. made me think of my grandparents lived in separate bedrooms. That's a thing that people don't really do anymore. Mm. People don't have much, that much space. They live in yeah. separate bedrooms and then when you come together in the bedroom together, you really mean it. Okay. Is, is, this, are, is, is Boris and Carrie's life going to basically go to shit now they're living together? Well, doesn't everyone's? Exactly. I, I don't know. Look, I mean, that is not the advice that I would give her. But I mean, if she did want some advice, my phone number is easily available. <laughs> what would you What would you advise her to move into number ten or no? Not? I would not. I would say don't move in. Stay in your flat. Stay in your flat. Although I think it's probably more to do with security. She can't stay in her flat because the security would be just too much of a nightmare, and she might as well be there. And it's cheaper if she's there because she has to have her own detail and stuff. So it's probably it's possibly saving the taxpayers some money. But, I don't know. But then when they she can't like storm out. They're going to have these rows. The relationship has to be kept going now because she lives there. Yeah, but people keep relationships going for all sorts of reasons, darling. We keep our relationship. I mean, the only reason we're not divorced is because this neither, podcast. neither of us, for tax reasons, number one. <laughs> and second, neither of us has seriously thought about a divorce at the same time. Otherwise, it would be over, wouldn't it? You mean we've thought about it consecutively, but not simultaneously? Yeah. I Either haven't. Of, yes, you have. Don't lie. Don't divorce. You've thought about, you slightly thought about, wouldn't it be tragic if Esther suddenly was hit by a car and it was just me and the kids? I have weighed the tragedy of the moment against the possibility of being a still presentable dad with two cute kids uh, looking for. (laughs) 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 But I quickly ruled it out as a thing. (laughs) If it happens, it happens. He's like, oh, I'd have to deal with Sam all by myself. Oh my God. Um, No, Carrie and Boris, I think, well, look, I mean, I don't know, but but what, we, anyway, whatever you write in your column, please don't be mean about Carrie Simons, Simmons because I think maybe, like, you know, she probably reads my blog and maybe we'll be friends one day. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Have a little goggle at her bodyguard, see what she's packing. Have a little goggle at her body? No, I, no, 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 I don't want to goggle at her body. I do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with Giles Corran and Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Ben Mitchell. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to avoid ever missing an episode. And if you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to my column in the podcast description. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. 
Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.